Hey there folks and welcome back to our fourth episode of the Rainbow Umbrella Group. Thanks for tuning in. We do hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. My name's Caroline and I'm with one of your co-hosts today along with my regular sidekick Becky. Hey Becky, how are you today? Hello and I'm sorry but Caroline just gave an awful joke so we started this with our giggle hats on so uh, it's quite nice so hello everybody. Hi, um, yes we do. We, we... <laughs> anyway we won't go there on what happened but um we are still i'm based in dublin becky's still based in the uk so sometimes we just get a fit of the giggles over over skype um <laughs> oh my god we are just we're just we're just getting too excited now all right so we have a lovely guest today nula and nula was married to a man uh, had four children and came out about 10 years ago and is in a really great relationship and engaged to a woman now and she shares our story today um we have some great content as well both becky and i have put together some interesting lgbt uh, stories uh, becky would you like to discuss our objectives yeah so uh, as we said at uh, the onset and we try and keep to this as we go through um, this podcast is for us to try and uh, create a safe forum to share true stories um, in particular issues people have had and experiences they've had to try and encourage and empower women uh, to be true to their authentic selves. So, you know, it's, it's safe. It's to nurture, to reassure, inform and hopefully inspire um, people to say it's OK to be who we are. Um, so that's the main objective. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. And let's move on now to our guest, Nula. Nula is a friend of mine. We met two years ago at Book Club, Nula. Yeah, about that. And two years ago at Book Club. Book Club is a, a theme in, in, in these podcasts as well, actually. Another another sideline. Um, Nula was at Lesbos with us all last year and Becky was at Lesbos. But they never met. So this is their first time meeting. Yeah. So we were chatting just before we joined on here and we realised the reason we didn't meet is we both were hiding behind massive sun hats. Um, so we're obviously quite shy, really. So uh, it's, it's nice to, to say hi to you, Nula. Hi. <laughs> so Nula has a lovely story and I thought it would be great and I, I really appreciate that you're sharing this story with us. Nula was married to a man, has four lovely sons and um, came out 10 years ago and is now engaged to the lovely Pam. And uh, I just want to hear a little bit more about your story and what you went through. Um, thank you. Yeah, I always feel that I don't have a coming out story because it was all so easy when I eventually did it. And it was all done just matter-of-factly, bit by bit. When I, as I said, I was uh, divorced 15 years ago and was wondering why I couldn't be in a relationship, even though I was trying and I was meeting people and I just couldn't be bothered, basically. And then I realised it was because I wasn't actually attracted to these men. I was attracted to women. And it was sort of a light bulb going, aha, this is where my problem is. So... Once I was out to myself, I thought about it and said, well, actually, I don't know what to do now. I live in a very rural area and didn't have any information. And I said, sure, it doesn't matter. I'm out to myself. That's what matters. But I did tell my children that if I ever brought anybody home to stay, it would probably be a woman. And that was how you came out to them. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, isn't that lovely? (laughs) 
and they went as long as it's not somebody we'd fancy that's grand <laughs> I love your sons already and how old were they at the time um I think my youngest was around 12 wow do you remember the next one to him anyway is seven or oh. seven years older yeah, so okay. they were yeah. up from that and that was it there was never really anything else said now and then they'd give me a bit of a slagging as kids do mm. they told me I should have got over that in my teens <laughs> and um because one of my young lads did come out as bi after He's, you no before me okay okay and so I think that's a part of what made me start thinking that if he was brave enough to do that at 12 13 I should be you know and when I looked at myself I said I should be brave enough to do this too he, he has since said I know I'm not by anymore. And that's where that slagging of you should have got over this in your teens <laughs> comes yeah. from. Oh, wow. And so, like like you said, you're a rural part of, I, I know where you are. So, yeah, it would be kind of tough for even your son to have come out as bi because um, did they have really good kind of sex education in school? Did they have kind of in a diversity kind of now, education? Obviously, he was getting bullied in school, you see. Oh, God. And when they asked at one of the classes, why do you think you're being bullied? And he said, because I've come out as bi. Mm-hmm. So he did. The counsellor asked me to come in and discuss it. And she was very nice. Mm-hmm. And she said it was lovely that he had the, you know, the backup that he was getting yeah. from me at home. There is a very good backup for the LGBT children yes. in mm-hmm. the nearest town. So when they had their pride the next year I knew a lot of the women that were involved in it anyway and I took my son along to that and he met loads of people mm-hmm. who ended up in our house a lot of the time because <laughs> obviously it was a very safe place yes to be how did you meet other members of the tribe then like how did you realize you're you kind of you met someone you fancied or when I realized to myself I had met somebody that I fancied but she was straight mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I sort of glossed over that, moved on, got a new job. And I was working with somebody who was uh, coming out about five or six times a day. You know, every conversation <laughs> ended with, but I'm gay, but I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. But it was nice to have somebody. This was the first person that I could get to really know that was gay. So I had somebody that I could talk to about it. And mm-hmm. oh, I didn't come out to her straight away. But um, eventually because she was a big flirt um it eventually came out naturally and um and then I decided yes I do have to do something I'm not going to live my life not doing something about it Mm -hmm. so what did you do I went on plenty of fish Mm -hmm. yes and yes (laughs) and I I chatted to a good few people, but I found it all very scary because I was afraid. One, I was afraid describing myself as a lesbian and never having been with a woman. Yeah. Did I have the right to describe myself as a lesbian? It turns out a lot of them were just looking for threesomes. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. Um, but some of them were still, you know, even when I said no, were still willing to have a bit of a chat. Mm-hmm. And then I met somebody who made me feel very comfortable, made me ask loads of questions. I was able to say, look, I've never actually been with anybody. And mm-hmm. she uh, introduced me to running a mock, took me to Street 66, introduced me to all her friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, went out for about five or six months, didn't work out, 
we're still great friends and I'm just always thankful for oh. everything she introduced me to yeah I was and lost it's it's so lovely to meet someone who's supportive of you especially yeah. at that the beginning stage as well and yeah. to, to introduce you to the to the rest of the tribe and just going back to the coming out story because you came out 10 years ago was that 10 years you say 10 probably not quite it was, might have been a bit less but it was all done it wasn't done as a big bang you know mm-hmm. it was just slowly brought out mm-hmm. I didn't say anything to my parents till the marriage equality sorry Nuna um I was just interested on in you saying it, it wasn't a big bang was that a deliberate choice of you or do you just think it was a natural progression to I loved how you said that you came out to yourself. I'd never really thought of it like that before. So not having a big bang, was that very much part of that internal journey to go on? Not really. It was like when Leo Vadka, whatever his name is, when he came out, I was disgusted. Why did he have to come out? Was sort that's, of... our, that's our Taoiseach. Sorry, our, our prime minister, is, was, he's just changed, but he he's, he's gay man. So, sorry. You know, and I thought, why did he have to? Like none of the others came out and said, oh, by the way, we're heterosexual. So that was sort of where I was coming from. Why did anybody have to stand up Mm -hmm. and say, you know, this is what I am? And then I obviously, if I didn't say I was never going to meet somebody, you know, well, the big bang was when I came out to myself. Yeah. And that's when everything changed. Mm -hmm. And it made me understand, like, I am very shy. I am very quiet. and um I thought yeah that's it I've been hiding who I am for so long that I didn't want anybody to see and now I was sort of going yeah now I do want people to see proud of who I am and do you actually think you were hiding it suppressing it or do you think you just didn't know it because my, my story is I, I didn't even know there was such a thing as falling in love with women um it just you know it's so ingrained in me that it was heterosexual and that that was the choice I didn't and it took me a long time to learn the options or do you think you were more suppressing something but in my mind I thought that everybody fancied women that all women fancied other women and just some of them married men and some of them went with women that's just always the way I felt and so when you were grown up in your teens did you fancy women and men or were you more attracted to women? I don't know whether I just went along with what was supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, like I had been told I was staying with a friend on holidays and my other school friend said, don't sleep in the same bed with her if she asked you to because she's a lesbian. And I slept in the same bed with her. She wasn't a lesbian. And I was a little bit disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love. And I was probably about 17. And so you kind of, like you said, you thought everybody had that kind of, we all women fancy women, but then they go on to marry men because that's what, that's what our culture told us you had to do. You you didn't know anybody that hadn't married other women or where they were with each other. So you went on and got married and had four beautiful sons and, and kind of, you kind of lived that heterosexual life. Did you feel that you were being your true self or did you feel like there was something missing? I did feel that I wasn't ever really connecting with my husband. And maybe he felt that too, because he eventually went off with somebody who did connect with them. Okay. Yeah. You know? But like that wasn't 
my sexuality wasn't anything to do with the marriage splitting yeah. up. So in a way, as I know a lot of women that marriages have split up because of their sexuality and yeah. it's been very traumatic. I didn't have that. Like yeah. the marriage was gone. He was out of the picture before I ever came out or even thought about mm-hmm. it. And maybe I wouldn't have ever thought about it if I had still been married because I wouldn't have had to think about it. Yeah, no, so true. And just support networks because it's so important to find a support network when you're coming out or to find someone you can trust to talk to did you look for that in any way um I think that's why I went on plenty of fish okay I wanted to find somebody and the woman I did find had been married had three children was split up from her husband you know I found what I needed yeah and since then every woman I have dated has been married with children. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge one as well. I see that a lot. Yeah. So you didn't think of ringing the lesbian line or seeking... didn't even know about it. Oh my gosh, I yeah. knew nothing. Yeah, and there's a lesbian line or there's an LGBT line in all countries. You know, do yeah. seek them out. Any of our listeners listening, you know, it's important to find if you can't find the support network within your community or with or in your family or friends, it's important to find someone who will be able to help you um you know and it's a safe environment as well so around just you you talked about telling your sons um and then you talked about the marriage referendum when did you come out to your family your siblings your friends well with my friends and my siblings it was just I started mentioning that there was a girl at work flirting a bit and I liked it and like knew nothing was ever going to happen there was a huge age gap Mm-hmm. But I was enjoying the flirting and yeah. I just sort of started slipping that into the Lord, yeah. conversations and that was it. And then with my mom, it was just she was going to vote no and I was trying to get her to vote yes. And I told her that if I was ever going to marry, it would be a woman. So in 2015, Ireland became the first country to approve same sex marriage by popular vote. So that's what Nula was referencing there. Out of interest on this, what was the split? How many people did vote yes? Was it quite a big majority or was it still quite split? Was it 60, 40? No, like, can you remember? I can't remember. It was something, you know, it was very decisive. There was oh. one or two. We do by counties. We've, we have counties in yeah. Ireland. And there was, was it two counties that said no? Yes. I won't mention them. But <laughs> there was two. <laughs> I, I will seek those out when I'm, I'm over there in my camper van and go and visit and go hide. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow as, as Nula, I'm a celebrant as well, so I actually marry people. So um, you know, it's it's a great opportunity to go over and try and get a bit of business over there to make okay. <laughs> more exposure to say it's okay and it's good. And <laughs> Becky married. Was it six people two weeks ago on a Saturday or Sunday? Yes, yes, yeah, so six, six people six. and uh, one one gay couple. Um, and uh, it's 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 lovely to know that people still want to get married even in these strange lockdown times when. They're only allowed eight people in the room. So exactly. it was a very strange eight people sitting in corners or along the side of the wall. So very strange. Sorry. So I interrupt you. So you had the referendum. We had our referendum and it was, you know, it was it was huge. And it was there was a lot going on over, you know, the coming the, the lead up to it. It was it wasn't pleasant. Uh, what was coming out in the newspapers um what the no campaign obviously there was a lot of uh 
funding from religious groups for the no campaign and what they were saying and doing wasn't okay but in the end they did it was just lovely instead of taking a whole community of people they took um, individuals and ask them you know why should we have to ask the the nation could I get married like you know most people only ask the the, the, the future <laughs> father-in-law what do we have to ask everybody and then they in they, what they did a lovely thing was they got kids that were brought up by same-sex uh, couples to stand up and say I want my rights I want to be able to have both my parents on my birth certificate I, you know, and they and they talked about there because the, the the Catholic Church were really going on about the kids side of it and the effect if they have children, this is what it's going to look like and how it will affect children. So it was it was really good. And we had an amazing group of people that I'd love to have on the, the show at some other later stage um, that did work and they did work for years. They did work for it was 10 year lead up to it. It was Catherine Sapone, our minister of uh children she was the one that brought the case with her partner to the courts so 10 years ago she was the one that that started this kind of um court case to have same-sex marriage recognized in ireland because she was married to her partner and they had got married in, in in canada so yeah it was it was a lovely it was it was amazing it was a lovely day for everybody so it still shocks me you know just a slight aside sorry but this was 2015 mm. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 shocking, really. That's five years ago, mm-hmm. um, and we're meant to be progressive in our our thinking. So, anyway, thank you for that because I didn't know much of that. Um, I, I used to be involved in watching the news and everything, and then I decided it was only ever bad news, so I sort of disengaged with the news quite a bit. Um, so it's nice to hear things because actually it is important. So. Mm-hmm. Great. And just um, Nula around health, because um, I know I've talked to people about their coming out story or they're just they're trying to internalize what is going on. And it, I know for me, it really affected my health. Did you feel that it was affecting your health? Were you stressed by it? Were you upset by it? No, because it was just a big it was a relief. It explained everything. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I just sort of a, the hidden quiet me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just sort of threw everything away and went this is me now yeah you came out of your cocoon into a beautiful butterfly I did you <laughs> did definitely and actually normally Nula has purple hair or pink hair I, there's very few times I've known you not to have color in your hair I know but I sort of quite like the gray oh you know you're rocking it yeah <laughs> and it's so much easier yeah and do you have a good community of people as well around you from the gay community? Yes, we have sort of, we set up a, a meetup for a drumming circle in our area. Didn't actually become a drumming circle, but we drummed up a circle. I'm coming to live in Ireland. I'm sorry. You guys are selling it. <laughs> <laughs> that It's a lovely story. And I really appreciate you sharing that, Nula. It's, a, you know, it's just so important to hear other women's stories and what, they've done with regards to supporting themselves to come out and like I've only known you as as a gay woman but you've always seemed very happy and content and you and Pamela are a lovely couple so I'm looking forward to hearing more about the wedding plans there's a celebrant here if you want one (laughs) (laughs) Becky wants a trip to Ireland I'm I'm, I'm not drumming a drumming circle I'm drumming up business absolutely so (laughs) 
but from my perspective thank you honestly because I haven't met you before and it's been lovely to one see your relaxed smiling demeanor um but you know you really helped me because there was a couple of things there that you've said I've, I've mentioned them already but coming out to myself it's like do you know I don't even think I've ever done that um I you know it's and I think there's something huge in that is it's the total acceptance of who I am I obviously know I prefer women but with the exception of that I've not really process that thought and yes obviously it, it, things that do resonate with my story is I was desperate to find somebody who was like who I thought I wanted to be i.e a gay woman um, having a gay relationship not affecting her and her living a fantastic life and the life she wants to lead and so you found your person through plenty of fish um, and I, I pinned mine on somebody that I knew that was evidently gay in my workplace. And then I, you also asked a, a question to yourself at, at one point, which was, do I have the right to use the, the label lesbian when I've not been with a woman? And I thought that was a really interesting point as well. I, I obviously, my perspective is, yes, I think you do. Absolutely. And I think people do, because being with a person is, is, is something that's sometimes incredibly hard to find that right person to have that such a special, close relationship with. So um, thank you for, for, for sharing those things, because as I say, it's, it's been really, I, I've loved your outlook on the world and it, it's inspiring. And I hope I get to meet you one day in uh, Lesbos or, or Ireland or the UK or wherever. But uh, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate we, it. We have to do a few podcasts in Ireland. You're going to have to come to Ireland. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My campaign is packed and ready. It's just not quite right the time, is it? <laughs> yeah, they're not letting people in. <laughs> <laughs> and just just around that point that Becky made and Nula made, I had that same thing. How do I call? Have I? Can I call myself a lesbian if I've never been with a woman and I don't know what I am? Because there is that. I. How do I know what I like if I haven't done? If I haven't tried it? You, you kind of, you know, and <laughs> try to point by Caroline. Absolutely. <laughs> So I was really confused. Am I bi? Was I bi? I didn't know. And I didn't know what to label myself with. And, and that was you shouldn't have to label yourself. Absolutely. So there was, you know, I went to two events and I had these thunder and lightning moments. And I was like, I'm here. That's I, yeah. <laughs> and that was my tick box. Um, and but if I hadn't had those moments, I was I would have been. Yeah, it would have been tough. But it is it's important to, to understand, you know, what that looks like for for each individual as well. Sorry, again, to, to just ask two things you mentioned that I am not familiar with. One was running amok. Um, you, Caroline, actually mentioned running amok mm -hmm. um, on one of your other podcasts. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a meetup um, and, and women for different activities, whether it's hiking, music, drinking, drama, films. You can have a meet. Somebody will come out and meet you if it's your first time, bring you in and introduce you to people. And it's a very safe way of meeting new people without any pressure i think there's a demand for that in the uk i do remember caroline mentioning that but uh, i think it was important again maybe to to say that uh, these things do exist out there they're quite difficult to find but with the internet maybe that's something people can search out <laughs> running amok i'm looking it up as we speak yeah. there we go so over a thousand women on this on this meetup group oh, from so, all i'm over definitely Ireland. moving away from here i can't wait do they let do they let wurzels in they do. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. All and they're a lovely group of women, all ages. And again, it's just a lot of activity. So actually, the, the group that went to Lesbos last year, I set up a run amok event 
for us all to go to Lesbos. So anybody who joined oh, that group, brilliant. a two-week event. <laughs> We're running amok. Um, and it's spelt, because I'm dyslexic, so it helps. So it is running, uh, <laughs> as you would normally spell it. And then it's A-M-A-C-H. H-H, yeah, amok. Yeah. There we are then. Yeah. I'm so, sorry, I'm, I'm digressing. I'm, are, yeah, we're all just, over the place I'm looking today. at your fantastic running amok. <laughs> it, it's something, guys. We all need to, if anybody else fancies uh, going across and joining in one of their uh, occasions when we're back up to uh, whatever the new normal will be, please let me know. I'll join you. Just come over, Becky. I'll bring you. Hey. But lovely to talk to you, Nula. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, really appreciate you. it. And um, no, it was, it was great to catch up and see you because I haven't seen you in so long. And thanks again. You're welcome. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye. Wow, Becky, that was that was a, such a lovely story. Nula has such, uh, you know, she's uh, she's so happy. You can see she's so happy and content, can't you? It's just lovely. And she came across so relaxed, co- so comfortable in her own skin. And, and I, I wonder if she's always been like that or whether she now is more able to be like that because that's her true, authentic self. And yeah. that I found incredibly inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's lovely. Um, and I suppose one of the things I had, um, I don't know if you have any content this week. I have two pieces of content that I'd want to share with people. But um a Secret Love. It's on Netflix. Have you heard about this? No, um, okay. but I'm not on Netflix. So whether it's how did you hear about it to know it was there to look? For um, I had seen it advertised anyway beforehand. Um, and then if you go into Netflix, there's LGBTQI content. You can go into genres so you can you can see all the the, the genre, all the different genres and the films, and movies. And this is kind of a documentary. And it's lovely. And I don't want to give too much away, but um, it's, it tells a story and it's a true story um, of Terry and Pat. And they've been together for 65 years oh, wow. and they're in their 80s now. And the thing is, they like um, I think it was Terry, but I could be wrong. She was very close to her nieces and nephews and only came out to them two years ago. So it was like and they, they were they always just thought um, it was, you know, Terry and Pat were friends. They called them aunties, but they only came out to their you know, their family two years ago. And these women are now in their 80s. They've never got married, but the topic actually does arise throughout this documentary. Um, when Terry was 19, she was discovered by a talent scout to be a baseball player and this is around the war times when the men were at war so there was a lot more women's baseball so if you think of a league of their own you know that film a league of their own so I think that's kind of based off some of their story but um nice story tissues are needed for it it's kind of sad not sad but just it's it's just it's a lovely story but um I, I'd recommend it, you know, it, but, it, you know, it, it, it is, it's, 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 it's true and it's real. So. Wow. Wow. Um, you don't want to spoil the ending by letting me know how, how things went. No, I won't. <laughs> You're going to have to watch it. <laughs> oh. And some music this week I've been listening to. And God, how I didn't know I was gay in my 20s when I really listened to the Indigo Girls and actually went. No, I've never heard of the Indigo Girls until I was gay. Really? Until oh I was gay. God. Until I, I you know, <laughs> realised, shall I say. Oh, yeah. wow. 
so I remember even being in like um the US in I think it was I don't know I was Maine or somewhere and there was a big outdoor concert and it was the Indigo Girls and we're surrounded by lesbians and somebody said oh yeah no the Indigo Girls are lesbians and I'm like I, I didn't know this and here I am surrounded by the tribe oh, and I still Lord. have to come out so the universe head. has been trying to tell you for a while then there's some signs <laughs> just, just I'm not even subtle <laughs> But Closer to Fine, I think, is my favourite song from the Indigo Girls. I really, I really love it. So well, I think you've inspired me to, to I've got I've got them on my old, what are they called? iPods? Is that what oh, they're yeah. called? Yeah. yeah. And I have that camper and I'm in the camper this weekend. So I will dig those out and have a, Annie DeFranco, is it? Is that the lead? I can't remember oh, now. I don't know the name. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, oh, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the one I'm going to chat about is Mrs. America. And um, it's it's not necessarily lesbian focused at all. It's it's more to do with um, the fight that happened back in uh, the 70s in the USA, obviously, um, around equal rights and how it turned out that uh, there were um, people who really felt threatened by equal rights coming in, people, women who felt threatened by equal rights coming in. And it's the sort of... Um, politics between the two groups um, with some really strong feminist characters who led the feminist sort of um, fight slightly before the 70s and it's the interplay between them and equal rights and then obviously the the the, the, the more conservative shall we say and it, it stars um, Kate Blanchett and uh, there's actually a, a lot a good cast in there and um it's i I found it really good um and it's all there to play at the moment on iplayer bbc iplayer okay um and yeah i'm I'm enjoying learning about that time because you you just i was born in the 70s you know and it's Mm -hmm. like gosh really these things would be like i said earlier in the podcast about 2015 this is recent was my recent it was it's history when i've been alive Mm, History to yeah. me is before I came along. <laughs> <laughs> many, <laughs> many years. <laughs> yeah. So it's on. It's a. It's a documentary. It's a serious. It's what? It's no. It's a docudrama. Um, it's not a docudrama. It's a drama. Dramatization of real life events. Um, and obviously there's some um, embellishments to make it more mm. palatable for the viewers. Um, but really, really good. I think it's had quite good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, there you go. I've just got Rotten Tomatoes up and it says uh, 96%. Oh, wow. So how many episodes are in a season? Or, uh, uh, season know? one. Let's have a look, see if I can find anything here. Because I, I, I can't get BBC Real Play. I think you have to have a, uh, the, your IP address. BBC license, probably. Um, but um, uh, episodes one and two, I don't know. I imagine about okay. eight. No worries. Okay. Like yeah, I know. I'm going to look it up through something else and see if I can get it. Well, I imagine it will be on other things because obviously it's not not a BBC production. It's just mm-hmm. BBC have bought it in. So, yes, you might be able to see it elsewhere. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, a couple of the groups that I belong to have mentioned it and that's where I've picked it up from and I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. OK, well, that's good. Looking forward to watching it. So, um, Becky, that's all for this week. Um, great to catch up. Yep. We had a lovely guest this week, Nula, and thank you to Nula again. And uh, talk to everybody on our next episode, episode five.
Take care for now, everybody. Bye, Bye folks. Bye-bye.